ladies and gentlemen, I've taken out my retainer. He has. It's time for another episode. <laughs> this is going to be a fun time. I'm Danny Ponko. I'm Patrick Chamberlain Hardy. This is oh top five. I'm taking over. Top five. This is top five. Do you have a Do you have something you want to say here, Danny? Uh, that I'm the captain now, and I'm taking over this podcast. I'm doing all the intros and everything. Danny, you got cocky. You got cocky. Here. I sure did. <laughs> Danny, um, before we begin, can we get a quick word from our sponsor? Yes, oh, we have sponsors, ladies and yes, gentlemen. Yes, today we are sponsored by Flightless Birds. God's mistake. God's mistake. Ostrich. Penguins. You stupid animals. They made it past natural selection somehow. Somehow they survived. <laughs> this is so dark. All right. <laughs> I still want Herbs and Gerbs to sponsor us. I'm not against that. I'd love that. Except I don't like mayonnaise on my sandwiches. And I don't right? like Herbs and Gerbs. I don't either. So maybe I don't want Herbs and Gerbs. Mm. I take it back. They really slop that mayo on there. You know, I love the mayo. I'm going to do a, a mayo sound effect in three, no. two, one. It's like a. That's my. That's that's how mayo sounds. It sounds mind. good to me. Um, Patrick, do you want to tell them what our top five is today? Uh yeah. Our today today this is this is going quite smoothly. <laughs> <laughs> um, our top five today. Um, is that what magic comes from? Magic and 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 fears and hopes. I'm. I, I don't want to say the word yet because I'm. I'm getting there. Magic and and hopes. Oh, Uh-oh. Danny's mic is being weird. I broke the mic. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Danny is has broken stuff. the mic. I'm gonna <laughs> we'll have to edit that out. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, our top five today is um, our top five dreams and nightmares. That we've remembered. That we've remembered. No, no shit. No shit, Danny. I can admit there are plenty of dreams that I've had that I don't remember that are better than what I have on my list. How do you know you had them if you can't remember them? Because like, I'll remember them in the morning and be like, that was an amazing dream. And you forget and it. And then I forget them if I don't write them I down. I tried doing the dream journal and it just looked so weird. Rereading it, it made yeah. me uncomfortable. Yeah, I tried the same thing. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, I didn't want anyone to find it ever. So I yeah. just there's like it's just incriminating stuff in there. You know it's, what I mean? But then again, it's not like anything we've done wrong. It's just like embarrassing. Yeah, no. So we made a podcast about sharing these embarrassing <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so these are these are top five dreams and or nightmares that we've had and that we actually remember. Um, and we're gonna share them today. So we're gonna get deep deep into our subconscious here mm-hmm. and you know if you want to mail in at at top um top a... fives production <laughs> we have a gmail i can't tell if you're serious oh no we have a gmail it's t-o-p-f-i-v-e-s because top five was taken it's top fives <laughs> production <laughs> this is t-o-p-f-i-v-e-s P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N. That's Top 5 Production. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I just spelled podcast. <laughs> I spelled Prod- production. <laughs> <laughs> My God, your chair is so loud, Danny. Okay, okay, well, chair. Danny finds a new chair. Uh, um, if you want to analyze our, our subconscious, you can email us at Top 5's Production. You can follow us on Instagram at Top.5. That's the letter 5. Dot podcast. Dot top dot five dot podcast um and then uh geez danny this, this chair this is new no chair is just a squeak how about just don't lean back <laughs> i gotta get comfortable stop moving okay just let me let me get 
or <laughs> oh my god or our uh, our facebook which is just top five the simplest i could get was just top five um we're on itunes now as well mm. but i guess we've been on itunes for a while i just forgot to tell people we're on itunes now and spotify so that, that's good news yeah um so let's uh start with our uh, our dreams oh yeah i'll give you our my, aspirations uh, yes uh th- <laughs> this one actually i i would i would call a dream not a nightmare okay definitely not a nightmare uh so before I begin, I need to give a quick backstory. Danny, have you heard of the story of how Paul McCartney um, wrote the song "Yesterday" by the Beatles? No, tell me Yesterday, more. Yeah, um, I pr- I'm, yeah, okay. yeah, I'm familiar. Um, he dreamed the song. Hmm. In his dream, he dreamed a song that went "Scrambled Eggs," something, 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 scrambled egg. That's true. He dreamed what? of yesterday, but instead the word "yesterday" was "scrambled eggs." So that's how "Yesterday" actually was created. The song "Yesterday." That happened to me. I had a dream quite recently what? where I I was trying to create a playlist of like 50 greatest love songs of all time. Mm-hmm. And I found this one song that was quintessential. It was the song. It was perfect. And it wasn't Africa by Toto. It was actually like a real <laughs> – it, like it was like the number one romantic song. Africa by Toto is, is huge in my life. Of For course. Me too. Who, who me too. Me well. it's, it's a massive song in my life. I um, think most people's. Yeah. Um, but – I found this song, and I was like, oh, my God, it's incredible. And I found it on Spotify. And it, it was something like, I'm with her, something with it, um, with her, him, them, with. I think with was in it – was, it was like three letters. And I dropped this song, and it was phenomenal. And I woke up. I woke up. <laughs> and I woke up, and it was gone. And I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember the song. This is going to be the most incoherent podcast ever. <laughs> I just realized we're trying it's to just scrambled trying to describe <laughs> dreams. Scrambled eggs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I dreamt I wrote a song in my dream. That was the next best thing. I forgot. Wow. What God. a shame. You could have been famous, but instead you're just doing a podcast. Paul McCartney. What, can you do a Paul McCartney impression? George no. Ringo. George Ringo. My God. Hmm? Look at the balloons. <laughs> yeah. I, mm, I'm just not great at impressions. My goodness. Look at the balloons. They're huge. I don't know why he's. Can we just do a bit where. Paul McCartney's obsessed. He's, he's at a kid's birthday party. Look at the clown. Ooh. This is, this is poor humor, Patrick. Poor, poor humor. Um, Danny, give me your top five. You know, right, five. Let, me, let me look. I got like six written down. I got to pick top That's five. That's not here. how this works. I know. I know. Okay. Um, so these are going to be broken down into mostly nightmares and lucid dreams. That's going to be oh my, my list. Oh, my God, Danny. I, those are the ones Do I remember. you only have nightmares? Pretty much that I remember. My, so you only remember the worst things of your evening. My life is hell. <laughs> oh, my God. I wake up screaming every night. I'm really excited to hear about what the scariest things in your life are so now I can use them against you. Um, okay. Um, no. You know, here, here's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, and this is somewhat recurring. Yeah. Um, so I think this has to do with like a weird, like power struggle I have. I'm a very, um, like passive guy. I don't like violence. I would never like get in a fight and stuff. Danny curb stomp a dude like 10 minutes ago. Like, the- <laughs> I'm just not confrontational, but I think I get my aggression out in my dreams. So like, here's when I had, um, that, that, that doesn't sound good. No, but it happens. Is that healthy? <laughs> Do you, Do you tell you me? I don't know. There's dreams? a doctor listening. No. Well, actually, yeah. Oh. So listen up. Okay. So um, I had a dream. I was just chilling in my house, and my mom and my dad were there okay. um, in the kitchen and stuff with me. And then some, like, burglar broke in, and, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, Dad, you, like, you have to run. Like, he's going to kill us. Yeah. So my dad runs downstairs, and this burglar 
tries to run after him. It's the Hamburglar, isn't it? It's it's not the Hamburglar. <laughs> and uh, so I like, I'm like, I'm gonna save my dad's life because I'm a hero. And in your I, dreams, you are. In, in reality, dreams, <laughs> uh, in, in reality, I'd probably cry. <laughs> and I grab the guy, and like, I so in my dreams when I'm fighting someone, you don't think a girl could rob your house, Danny? It's a guy in your dream. It's a guy in my dream, Patrick. God, what is wrong with you? Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Cast more diverse roles in your dreams. I'm Danny. sorry. It's 2019. Um, the way I attack someone is I like twist all their limbs until oh the bones crack. Uh-oh. This is it's scary, right? So I would just grab his arm and I would just twist it behind his back and twist and twist until I could like oh. in my dream feel and hear all his bones cracking. Damn. And in my mind, that's enough to like stop him from like killing us. And this has happened more than one time where I do this bone breaking of, of people like trying to fight me. And I'm really nervous that like I think I have some like pent up aggression. This is our last episode of Top Five. I'm so, it's it's it scares me personally, and it happens a lot. Um, and that's pretty much where that one stopped. I, I won. Wow. I I guess in an attempt to relate to your dream. <laughs> in so wait, so is this a nightmare or a dream? Are you like, yeah, I broke some bones? You know, or at you first like, I was oh God, scared, I but then I uh, I, was, I was pretty pretty proud of myself by God. the end. Yeah. So, okay, okay. I guess I guess in an attempt to relate to your dream. Did you ever? When I was a kid, I would, um, I would stand in my bathroom, um, and I would imagine what I would do if a burglar came into my house when I was in my bathroom, and what tools I would use. This is in real life. Yeah, yeah. Just like if I was like brushing my teeth, hmm. like two a.m., I'd be like, if a, if a burglar came in my back door right now, and I was in my bathroom, and he didn't see me when he was coming in, what would I do to like to to fight this guy? Mm-hmm. And my go-to was always taking, um. Um, the the head of the toilet tank off oh. and just hitting him on the head with the toilet That's tank. That's really smart. Well, what I was going to do is I was going to get – so my dad would always put toothbrushes in, like, mugs. Okay. Like, he, we'd have, like, a coffee yeah. mug. Yeah, yeah, And I was going to throw the coffee mug at the back of his head. And while he was dazed, I would run behind him with uh, the top of yeah, the, the toilet tank yeah. and then smash him in the head with the ceramic, and then I would be the savior. That's really smart. I can get behind that. Yeah. I, I went through a phase where I was really into, like – Making those like little tiny weapons out of like pens and like toothpicks and so stuff. Shanks, not like no, not you'd just be like great sharp in prison. Just like the, like you like take the spring out of the pen, you like make it like shoot something or like you get yeah. like a match and like attach it to like okay. a clothespin and a rubber band and all that jazz. Okay. Anyway, mine was really innocent, Danny. That's you were talking about yesterday in the Beatles. Oh, we're talking about dreams again. Yeah. Oh well, okay. That's my number five. Okay. What's your? Does um, it get better or worse? Um. Less, we'll get there. Less bone cracking. We'll, but okay, good. Yeah. Um, my next one, again, is it was a dream. It's a very heartfelt dream. I was walking into a Barnes & Noble, and I saw – I don't know why this stuck with me, and I wrote it down. I was walking to Barnes & Noble, which this is just my tactic. If you're ever in a neighborhood that you feel a little bit scared in, just type in Barnes & Noble on Google Maps. And you'll be safe within a couple seconds. <laughs> that's that's a good point. Going to the closest Barnes and Noble is always the safest place to be. Yeah, Barnes and Noble is always a safe haven. If you're ever in a sticky situation, you need to know a uh, place to go. Barnes and Noble, especially that little kids' corner. Yeah, in Barnes. That's the safest. Spot yeah, to Barnes be. and Noble is always a safe space. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. Um, okay. But I um I I went to Barnes and Noble, and a friend of mine was there, and she took me by the hand, and she led me up the stairs. Yes, this is a two-level Barnes and Noble. Of course, my dream, and I they I, exist. I've been again. Doing. I don't even know how to read, and yet in my dream, my my happy spot is Barnes and Noble. 
I guess going back to my childhood, I loved Barnes and Noble as a kid. But she takes me upstairs, and I'm on this top level, of bar- uh, this top level of Barnes and Noble, and just all my loved ones and friends are sitting at tables together, and they're just all there. What? This is so wholesome. <laughs> I know. And do you have these kinds of dreams a lot? No. No. Oh, okay. Good. I, I, and this wasn't even recurring. It was just one. And she took me by the hand, took me upstairs, and all my friends and family were just there. And, like, my, like, ex-girlfriends were there, and we were all, like, having a really nice time together, reconnecting. And, like, all my family members and all my friends and high school, middle school, college, we were all there just kind of hamming it up. Hmm. And then I woke up. We've got very different subconscious... Yeah, sub- may- maybe maybe I'm the reverse. Maybe I'm angry in real life, and I'm happy in my dreams. And you're happy in real life and angry in yours. I think that might be right. Wow. Yeah. Do we need therapy? Yeah. Should I get the couch out here? Do you need to lay down? Can we just get uh, a guest one time? Should just be a therapist? Uh, we should bring a therapist on this episode. That, I just suggested that right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's a very wholesome dream, and I'm kind of jealous that you have those in your life. Yeah, Danny, what's your number four? Let's see. My number four. Oh, oh, here's a recurring dream I had. Um, <clears throat> I had this maybe once a week for years. It was and, wow. That's and, never happened to me before. Oh yeah, and every night that it would happen, I'd like wake up crying and run to my parents' bed. Oh my like I was young. I was like you know like. Third, I do have third, one nightmare in here. That's what I think. Um, only one. Wow. Yeah. So I, I always had this dream where I was just like in a parking lot. Yeah. Uh, with my family. Yeah. And then my entire family would hop into a minivan, our minivan, and this is like late at night, dark, yeah. like a parking lot, empty. What color is your minivan? Uh, at the time, it was like this um, kind of like blue-purple. Okay. It was like a light blue. And uh, they would just drive away. And I'd be all alone. Oh. And I'd be left alone in the in the parking lot. Danny. And every week I had this dream, and I would wake up crying. Danny. I know. Wow. Yeah. So... You have a like a major fear of abandonment that I'm getting. I, mm, I guess. Are you a, are you like a naturally, outwardly emotional person? I always wear my heart on a sleeve. Uh, yeah, no, I don't do that. Yeah, no. Maybe that's why we work well together. That could be. I'm very emotional a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I uh, I usually kind of try to keep it pretty steady on my face. I don't think I have abandonment issues. I don't know, but like this dream would suggest do. otherwise. You definitely have abandonment issues. It was it's, issues. it was horrible, and like I couldn't follow them because like um, you know, it's Your a car. Still married? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. No, I've got a very solid Wholesome like family. Yeah, a very what do they call it? Like a nuclear family. How many relationships have you gone through? Like actual dating relationships? Um, I've only had one. I've I've only had like one major major relationship. I've had relationships, but I've only had one. Long spanning. Yeah, if we're talking like major, I, I'd say two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, that's uh, <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> my second dream. Hey, if you see Danny walking, give me a hug on the street. Give him a hug. So, this is the only dream that I have that actually is recurring. Like by recurring, I kind of mean just like one or two, like like two times, two times, three times. I never have like Danny's instance where it's like multiple times a week or like once every week you tell yeah that doesn't happen to me i I don't get like night sweats but this one is the only dream where i've had constantly again and again and again and again at random points and i can't explain it and it's gonna sound really weird and i'm gonna try to walk through this Mm. okay so in my dream i want you to picture that you're in a very large white room okay but this room is bigger than any room you've ever been in 
I mean like supernatural big. Like you can't see the ceiling. So it's like infinitely it's big. An, it's an infinitely big room. But it's a room. Yes. It, it's, You're not it's, outside. I should say I tend to say rum for some reason when I when I mean room. I don't know where it came. Maybe it's my, my upbringing in Ireland. But like I don't know why I say rum when I'm uh, – it's a room. Red rum. Yeah, that. It, it's a room. But So I'm in a white room with infinite walls. It's massively big. And I'm in a corner. And I'm either – I'm I'm either facing the corner or I'm looking out towards the infinite <laughs> and and after all these years I can't still tell if I'm minuscule tiny small in this room <laughs> or if I'm too big for the room. What? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I'm in the corner and I'm alone and I'm either so small in this vast room or I'm massive in this vast room. <laughs> and I am like, I'm like, it's not like they're happening at different times. They're both happening at the same time. I'm too big and too small for this room at the same time. And I'm stuck in a corner and I can't get out and I'm just curled in a fetal position. And like, and that, that's it. That's it. I had that dream a lot as a kid. I, I don't even know how to respond to that. I don't know what that <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Maybe this isn't that funny of an episode. This is more of our serious episodes. I'm thinking. I think so too. I'm yeah. discovering a lot about us. I think I'm going to drop my attempt to make all this funny. I'm just going to be like, this is a serious episode. I'm, I'm serious, but like, I'm, I am I guess. I want to submit this to some kind of psychiatrist. It's not a quippy. Or, or psychologist yo, or whatever they we are. We should submit this to a. Something. A, something a brain this, something. Yeah. Whatever, I would whatever love they are. To, I would love to know what that means. That whole corner thing. Yeah. Yeah. God, yeah. I, don't, I still don't know today what it means. There's got to be some students on campus that would know. It they study this all the time to me. That's weird. I, I mean, I've never know. had flying dreams. It's really? Just, it's just that. I've never Aww. had falling dreams. It's just Aww. that corner. It's always that corner. Those are fun. Yeah. All right, Danny. Give me your uh, number three, please. Okay, let me, so I only figure out. I got, I got three left I can do. So I can do that one, that one. Oh, well, that was one. it easy for you to find dreams? It took me a lot just to get five. Oh, yeah, easy. I was sitting in class, and I just wrote down five immediately. Wow. Um. Yeah, I got a lot of these. Okay. Um, so let's just um all right, this is this is the scariest one I've ever had, and yet it it has no business being scary. Okay. Um and all I remember is I was like in some kind of uh like underground cave kind of thing. I opened up this big door. Yeah. There was a mummy standing still on the other side. Okay. And I just heard like a ding. Was all it was was a ding. I heard a ding. And that was the scariest moment I've ever had in my life. His, I his cupcakes were done. Yes, his cupcakes were done. That was it. He was baking. I don't understand like why I was so terrified. I I woke up, like, like, like terrified, so, like shouting, and I ran. I ran to my parents. Mummy, ding, you're terrified. There's also a part in that where there was a bunch of people scuba diving so underwater. You're, so but you're afraid of? I don't of, know what that of, was. Of, Dead people in confectionery ovens. I don't know what the ding was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're afraid of easy bake ovens. <laughs> it, it was like you know, like when you're watching a movie and there's like a, a jump scare, and like the, the scary part is the sound that comes with. Yeah, but usually it's a loud sound, Danny. I know it was just a ding, and that's all it was. And I, ugh, it it angers me that I've never understood why that. Wow, my next one is quite similar to that. Do it. Hold up. So was Brendan Fraser there? Mm. He, he was in the original Mummy series. Oh, the, movie, the Mummy was he? Was he baking with the Mummy? That's funny. No, thanks for telling me it was funny, Dan. <laughs> just just in case the audience didn't hear, that was funny. This is we should get a laugh track. 
<laughs> just a cue in that. <laughs> Have you seen the Family Guy episode where it's the ostrich who just laughs at jokes that aren't funny and from the stands? No. <laughs> Oh, nice. yes, I have. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah, Danny? Yeah, so that's my dream. I'd love to hear oh, your number boy. two. My number two involves Clifford the Big Red Dog. Okay, sounds good so far. I don't like Clifford the Big oh. Red Dog whatsoever. I just don't. I think it's I think it's uh, just kind of a boring show. Hmm. Do you realize that he's red and huge? Yeah, what does that have to do with it? Well, I'm add some excitement to it. I, that dog, why, that dog would kill people. No. Yeah, he should be eating human beings. No, also, he's such a hassle to look after. Honestly, How, his food bill is like, huge. Like, here's the deal: as like my parent. Okay, realistically, how much is it just to look after a normal dog? It's with a lot. Shots and with food and with like. You know, I never thought about that. Like, how do you think Clifford gets shots? Do you think he does, like, a giant needle or a bunch of little needles? Probably one giant-ass needle. But how much would it take to then wow. manufacture that? We need to make a poll. Is Clifford, uh, like, vaccinated with a lot of needles or one big needle? Uh, and, like, okay, I don't know the backstory of Clifford. Was he birthed big no, or no, did he, he grow he, big? No, no, he was the runt of the litter. He and was the smallest one, and then he grew. Did he grow up, he grow up like, next to a power plant so or big. something? No. And along came Clifford. Oh, don't say so it. At the Howards, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what do the parents do to afford looking after such a massive dog? So, I don't know because all they they, they built Were they the tycoon billionaires. And they must be, except their house is pretty. They lived on like what Rhode Island on like an ocean on like on like a pier. No, they live in a neighborhood. Oh yeah, they do live on a they pier live though. By a pier, yeah, uh, yeah, because that guy lives on the boathouse. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Wow, and like Clifford must have killed people. He must have sit, like sat on someone accidentally at some point. Uh, he's a liability for sure. We should they should she, they should do a live action Clifford, but it's like a realistic Clifford. It's horrific. Where it's like Godzilla, but it's a giant red dog. Yeah. Where does his poop go? Oh gosh. Oh, I never thought about I that. Never thought of that. Where does he poop? Emily Elizabeth cannot even lift that. Her name is. Yeah. How's she gonna shovel that? That's bigger than an elephant's poop, and that takes a couple people to shovel up. Oh my gosh. Where does he poop? Wait, where does it go? Where does he pee? That would be like a swimming pool. That would fill an entire swimming pool. So anyway, Patrick, <laughs> tell me about your dream. That was an incredible tangent. That was really good. <laughs> um, yeah, my next. Oh yeah, my dream. Yeah, is with Clifford. Mm-hmm. Yo, where does Clifford poop? Oh, we're going back to this. Okay, <laughs> so my dream is that I'm in a cave. And I'm riding atop Clifford, and I'm with a bunch of other children. I had this at a very young age, probably middle school, um, ele- no, elementary school. Mm-hmm. Elementary school, I'm in a cave, and I'm riding atop Clifford. I'm at the front. I'm taking control of Clifford. I have the reins, per se. There's a bunch of kids behind me, also on top of Clifford, and we're lost in this cave. And from the far distance, there is a bright flashing light that is hmm. also dinging. Just like yours. Interesting. It's dinging, and it's flashing with the dings, and it's pulsing, and it goes to dark. And it's red and pulsing, and I see it, and it goes to dark. And it's this light that's just kind of going and going and going. But I know it's not just a light. I know it's something, like, more sinister, perchance. And we go towards the light to discover what it is, because maybe we'll get out of the cave if we find whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then I wake up, and that's it. Oh. So is it scary, or...? I don't know. I really don't know. Huh. Yeah. That's the dream. Interesting. Very underwhelming. 
Yeah, yeah a lot. I think what, when, when have you ever had a dream where your goal is like actually accomplished? Usually there's an action, an objective, but in a lot of dreams, you wake up before you have obtained yeah. said artifact. I guess that's or a. Goal. I guess that's a good point. Yeah, but I yeah. guess in yours, like like, for my example, in yours, you wouldn't have actually killed the guy. The guy w- in reference to your first dream, mm-hmm. like you wouldn't have killed the guy. He would just be in your house, and you wouldn't have known if he would have killed you or not. You would have woken up if that. If, if yeah, no, but I I you I attacked him, him and yeah. mangled him up badly. I, I, I don't think I've ever had – no, my next dream, my, 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 my number one dream is a finished dream. All my other ones are not that finished, but – I do – I also had a recurring dream. This isn't on my list, but yeah. one where I would uh, – my family would take me to the Kalahari, and let me just like, go and have fun and be really excited and have a good time. I do like Kalamari. We'd go to the Kalahari <laughs> Resort in the Dells, the water park, yeah. and then I'd wake up at home and be very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess like that, I kind of accomplished everything there. It's very real, though. Yeah. 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 Do you tend to get – this is a stupid question because I know you're going to say yes. You understand the whole idea of how events are more enjoyable after you've experienced them? What? Like once – so so you're in the middle of doing something and you're focused on – let's say you're on a vacation with your family mm-hmm. and you go to a hotel. Mm-hmm. And the entire time at the hotel, you're doing things with your family – you're kind of fighting a little bit, but you're going to water parks, or you're going out to dinner, or you're doing stuff, and you're having a fine time, and you let it go past, and it's done. And then a week later, you're reminiscing on it, and you think of it higher than you did when you were actually there. You think, wow, that was actually fun, and it sticks with you more than the moment you were there. That happens to me for – Man, that's really sad. I, I don't experience that personally. Every trip I've ever gone on, I have fun, but then when I leave, I then think, oh, my God, that was phenomenal. Oh, and I no. forget all the negative stuff, and I was like, "That was that was a fantastic time." I'm so sorry for you. No, because like it's better that I think of it as a great time than a terrible time. I I mean, I guess I guess that's how you see it. But like like know. like look at like look at like high school. I bet when you left, you started only being like, "Wow, that was great. That was great. I missed that. That was a moment that I I really enjoyed." That's gonna happen when I graduate Marquette. No, I had the I had the see. We were just so different. I had the opposite yeah. in high school. I was, like, having fun in high school, and I looked back, and I was like, man, like, that was, like, I'm doing so much better now. That was not ideal. That wasn't great. I could have had such a better time. Yeah. That's interesting. I I don't know. Yeah, for all my trips I go on, I'm always reminiscing, like, just kind of like, I wish I had taken, I wish I'd really appreciated that more what happened. And it usually happens for things that go unplanned. Like, it'll be like me and my friend went down and played like a match of volleyball. And in that moment I enjoyed it. And then a week later I'll be like, wow, that was really special. Yeah. You know, unplanned things for sure are much better. Cause then I try to plan stuff and then like, it doesn't live up to expectations, but yeah. like the unplanned stuff for me, that's an actual fear I have with this podcast is that it becomes too planned. Is that, is that we try to actually strategically map it out bit by bit. Al- yeah. At and like algorithmic. And then it loses the whole natural conversation that we have. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'm sure you feel that way. <laughs> wow, this is I. Are we on? Are we on my number one now? No, I didn't. You're my on my number two. You're on your number I've two. Been waiting to go. You're not waiting. That oh, was a wonderful conversation. I've been waiting. That was a great combo. Okay, number two, Danny. Let's hear it. Let's talk about lucid dreams. You ever lucid dream? Um, no. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, uh, okay. Well, I lucid dream a lot, and I'm gonna talk about it now. I haven't taken that course yet. I don't know how to do that. Are you familiar with lucid dreams, though? 
I'm familiar with what it is. Yes, okay. but I've never done it. So I'll talk about my first lucid dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first lucid dream, I was at school. In my dream, I was at school. Yeah. In real life, I was in my bed at home. Yeah. Um, I was at <clears throat> my grade school, and I was on the blacktop, um, just like at recess. And I was like walking around, and I was like, I think I'm dreaming right now. I think I'm in a dream. How can I confirm this? Yeah. And the way I confirmed it, I walked up to uh, just a random kid that was in the, gl- the grade above me. Yeah. I didn't even really know him. And I just took a bite out of his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I said, this will confirm it for sure. If he does not react like a normal human when I take a bite out of his sh- – and it, it was like – How did he react? Oh, like nothing happened. And also, oh. it was like – it wasn't just like I, like I bit a guy. It was like I was taking a bite out of chocolate. Like it left teeth marks. Danny, your like very so big and like – like yeah, it was – Do you have any ha- – wait, how, so this is lucid though? Yeah, for sure. Okay. And then from there, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm dreaming. And then I like went and flew around and stuff. Okay. Which is fun. Wow. I guess it's violent. I don't know why. I don't know why you I chose bit to a kid's shoulder. I don't know Danny. why I bit him. That's violent. I guess. What was he? He was like he was like chocolate. What this boy? This is Augustus Gloop now. Yes, he just became chocolate. No, like I said, like it. Would, it was I like I ate it. Did you eat all of him? Nope, just the shoulder. And you're like, oh, that's enough. And I was like, oh, I'm in a dream. Let's have some fun. And you and your idea of fun is eating children. No, I don't know why I did that. My idea of, of fun was then like flying around and stuff. I I don't know. Okay. I, I don't have explanations. I, I like just have it. dreams. I like I like eating chocolate too, yeah. Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll boil it down to that. You enjoyed a chocolate child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was fun. It was a lot okay. of fun. I want to remember because I know who it was. Like I can picture him. Yeah. I went to school with him, but I can't remember his name. Yeah. And this is like second grade. I'm picturing a friend of ours by the name of Sam. That's just who I'm picturing. No, <clears throat> this guy was Indian. Mm. So you're racist. How am I racist? Oh, because he was chocolate. Danny. <laughs> Danny. You we gotta move on to your number one. Okay, let let let's move past this. <laughs> okay, so my number one. Um, this is gonna be a bit of a story. So you're gonna have to work with me here, okay? So I'm gonna take over the mic and I'm gonna get real close. Okay. Because this is a whole and I may have to close my eyes to really get the whole this idea is what's already too okay. much, but okay. So, I go with a group of kids on a field trip mm-hmm. to go human. <laughs> Sorry, let me laugh for a second. <laughs> I go on a field trip with a group of my friends to go see Human Centipede 8. <laughs> <laughs> Why 8? At this point, they've made seven total. This is their eighth one. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we're going as a massive field trip. And we all have reserved seats at AMC theaters, okay? Mm, of so we go to the theater, and I go to sit down, but this kid has taken my seat. And I am very particular about where I sit in movie theaters. Again, you know, I watch a movie a day. A lot of the time during mm-hmm. the summer, I would just go to movies on my own. Mm-hmm. I do that a lot. I love. I think the art of seeing a movie by yourself in a theater is a wonderful thing to do. Don't I call it, it an art. I mean, it's not it's an, an art. It's an art form. It's an art form. But... I'm very particular, and I chose this seat out purposefully. Again, I would never go see Human Centipede 8, so that's the weird part of the story, but I had a good seat for it. Mm-hmm. So I go there, but he's taking my seat, okay? And I got riled up because he's jacked my squat, okay? Not a fan of that. And I'm like, hey, move. And he's like, no, I will not. So 
I then go to take his seat, which is in the front of the theater, which means I'm craning my neck upwards mm-hmm. to see the screen. The worst. Worst possible. I don't want to crane my neck for Human Centipede 8, okay? Not worth it. So I go out. I leave the theater, and I say, I'm not going to watch this movie. I want a refund because I'm not going to sit with my neck craned. It's terrible. Also, the tickets were $26, apparently. <laughs> okay? In the future, when Human Centipede 8 is out, ticket prices have skyrocketed. So, of course, I go to get a refund for Human Centipede 8. <laughs> if we put this whole script into a Wordle, <laughs> Human Centipede 8 will be the largest words mm-hmm. in that compilation. Yes. So, I go to get a refund. They deny me. They say no. Movies already started. Not going to happen. I want to leave. Okay? I want to go. There's no other movies playing for some reason, but I came on a field trip. And I came on a bus, and I can't leave on my you own. Can't leave, yeah. Can't leave. I for some reason I don't have Lyft or Uber or a car. This so far makes sense. Like this is yeah. a normal story. So far it's rational. Yeah. It'll get weird. Ugh. So, um I then decide to walk home. And again, if anyone knows me, I walk everywhere. I just love walking. So, I Danny is I Danny, I can hear the sound of your rolling eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I walk home. On my walk home, there's this guy walking ahead of me and he's looking really weird, okay? And he's kind of he's kind of like stumbling and he's limping a bit and he's got a trench coat on. I'm walking behind him and these cool skateboarder kids come up from behind me and they're on their boards and they bump this guy and they bump him and he twists and he kind of falls and they're like, ha ha, suck it, Gramps, and they scooter off, okay? They're gone. <laughs> they're gone. And he's on the ground. And at this point, I've walked long enough where I'm in front of this place called Centennial Lakes, which is in Edina, Minnesota, which is right by where I live. Mm-hmm. Centennial Lakes is a shopping area. It's a giant parking lot and a giant shopping area. So we're in the parking lot. At least I'm on a crosswalk next to the parking lot, okay? Mm -hmm. This guy has fallen. He hits the ground. And I go over to help him up. And as I go to help him up, he jumps up with an AK-47 and starts shooting everywhere. He is (laughs) shooting all across Centennial Lakes. And I go, oh, shit. And I book it. And I run. And I'm running. But you can't run? I can run. Of, oh, what? Yeah. So far, it's very realistic. Yeah. And I well, run. Like, yeah. Like, like not that, it's, yeah. Not, it's not that realistic. But I jump behind a car. And I'm hiding behind a car. And this guy is shooting. This is a mass shooting of Centennial Lakes. And he is – he's going at it. And I'm very, very scared. And thankfully, the cops show up within seconds. The oh, cops are already there. Good. And this cop grabs me by the scruff of my neck. But I can't see his face. But he's a very big guy. He takes me. And he's – he's – um carrying me with him as he's following this perpetrator who has the gun and he's following um the guy and he's trying to shoot him and this cop is holding on to me by the scruff of my neck and we're following him around and the guy the shooter runs in this building and the cop leaves me by the side of the building and he runs up into the building and at the exact instant that he runs up into the building and he leaves me outside we switch perspectives what? And now in my dream, I am the cop. Oh, I thought you were the shooter. No, in my dream now, I'm the cop. Okay. And we've started over. So now I'm viewing it from the cop's perspective right when the mass shooting starts. But the cop is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? So the dream starts, and now I'm Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And I see me, Patrick Hardy, 
crouching behind a car. And I go up and I grab myself and I lead myself around following the shooter again as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And I see him run into the building and I run after him and I leave me, Patrick Hardy, behind. Mm -hmm. And then me, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, goes in the building, follow the guy up. And it's a, the building has now turned into a bell tower. Of course. I'm at the top of the bell tower, and he's got a hostage. And he's like, hey, I'm going to shoot this girl unless you leave me alone. And I'm like, no can do, compadre. And I shoot him, and the dream's over. <laughs> I can't believe I just recited that entire thing. We just lost 80% of our listeners. Off they the all, they all just head. tuned out. That's that was phenomenal. That was the longest stream ever. That was phenomenal. That should be nominated for something. Like, like I just longest lost. Longest dream telling ever. All concept of time and space in resharing that dream. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's wow. my number That's one. a good exercise for me. Good practice listening, I you're guess. very good at listening, Danny. I hope your number one is just as good. Uh, <laughs> it's, also, it's shorter. What does that mean? What does any of that mean? I don't know. I think you want to be The Rock, obviously. <laughs> and maybe there's a school shooting in your future. Who I knows? really don't want to see Human Centipede 8. <laughs> I think that's what I learned. Now, that. I, now I kind of want to see it. No. Have you seen the second? Never mind. I want to hear your number one. That's the point. I want to hear your number one, Danny. Okay. Um. Okay. So this one, I guess, technically, well, I I don't really know if it's a dream or not. You know what I mean? It's okay. So but let me just what say. What does that even mean? Um, sleep paralysis. Oh, no. You ever get sleep paralysis? No. Ah, man, why is your life so good? You have it so natural. easy. I live in a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Um, yeah, so I get sleep paralysis a lot. It's not fun, but it is kind of fun in a way. That's <laughs> not. No, it's not. <laughs> um, so there's this one couch at my best friend's house that whenever I sleep on it, I've had sleep paralysis on it every single time. Wow. And I don't know if it's like the shape of the couch. That's weird. It is weird. Um, or maybe there's like a demon. Who knows? There's a demon. Probably a demon. Especially after this one, yeah. Um, so I was so the way it's set up is like there was like his it's in his living room and then like the there's like stairs that go upstairs and there's a balcony from the upstairs that overlooks the living room. Yeah. And I was sleeping on my back as I do, um, on the couch and I was like basically like if I'd opened my eyes I'd be like looking straight up into the balcony. Yeah. So I fell asleep and then I woke up and I don't know if I really woke up or if like it's in a dream. Who knows? I think I really woke up and I just couldn't move. But I woke up. And standing at the top of the stairs was just like a a, a black figure, just the outline of a of a of a man. Wow! Um, staring at me, oh, just no. at the at the top of the balcony, just staring at me. I'm and getting, I, I'm getting haunting of Hill House vibes, right? Yeah, now. honestly, and I couldn't move, and I just had to stare at him as he stared at me, and uh, and it was just terrifying because it was just like this figure. I, I think maybe he had a top hat on. I'm not certain. Don't don't make this about this. This is such haunting of Hill House. I'm <laughs> I'm honestly I have goosebumps. He right might now. have had a, he might have had a top hat. I, I don't remember goosebumps. that. Yeah, but that's just like that's my personal worst um, sleep paralysis story. But I've I've had a lot of things like that. Wow, just waking up and just seeing horrible. things. Are you sure it was a dream? I mean, no, I'm honestly not. Wow, Danny, that's that's incredible. Yeah, that's a great end right there. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that, actually that was a nice polish. Oh, I've off. got so many problems. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Before we end, uh, a question I'd like to pose to the viewer: Can you explain to me where the term um, "goosebumps" came from? Do goose, goose, ge, do goosen, geesen, geese, goosen get bumps? Do 
Where? Why? I'm sure if you did a Google search, you'd find it in three seconds. I don't want to. I think I'm okay not knowing. Okay. When when you hear the term goosebumps, what's the first thing you think of? Getting getting goosebumps. I think what? of R.L. Stein. What? You ever read the books Goosebumps? Oh no, I wasn't Stein? allowed to. My mom wouldn't let me. Oh, because it was. Oh yeah. That's scary. probably a good thing, honestly. Like with no, all the nightmares that you've had, it wasn't a scary thing. It was, it was a honestly, religious thing. A lot She's, of the dreams that you've said have probably been goosebumps books. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My life's a nightmare. It's have fine. You, have you heard the goosebumps story where she takes photos of people with her camera, and then when she takes the photo, it comes out as how they die. Oh and then no! They die that way. That's so cool, though. I know. Isn't that cool? Man, some people are so creative with the writing. R.L. Stein was an interesting guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for sticking with us. Help us. All of that. If you know what any of this means, send yeah. help. Let if us know. If you would like to send this to like any therapist or psychoanalyst or anything with an ist at the end of it. <laughs> Geologist. Geologist, archaeologist, anyone who could help us out, please do so. Please. This is open for interpretation. Yeah. This is your work to enjoy and interpret. So – uh, my name is Patrick Chamberlain Hardy. I am Danny Ponko. I would like you to thank you so much for listening. Was that proper English? You said I would like you to thank you. I would like to thank you so much for listening to this episode of Top 5. Um, your listenership has been greatly appreciated. All right. All right, my dudes. Thanks for listening. This has been Top 5. Top 5.